Welcome to Healthline by Prudence Davis. I believe that a meaningful life is strongly influenced by our mental and physical well-being. My purpose is to inspire and help others to understand the importance of health in their everyday life. Whether it's related to mental pain, stress or physical challenges, it's especially the long-term changes that I find interesting. We'll be looking into how healthy habits and cognitive processes can be implemented in daily routines so you can be thriving and high on your own supply with help from the best experts around the world. Stay healthy, stay tuned. And welcome to Healthline, your hotline to health, so you can get high on your own supply. My name is Prudence Davis, and I'm very, very, very pleased and grateful to introduce Fulvia from the Glowens, the founder of the Glowens, but also the Dreaming Bloom. Welcome, Fulvia. Thank you. What is your purpose and why? That's the first question. <laughs> yeah, um, I think my purpose is to uh, enjoy uh, my life as much as possible and uh, feel the connections to the people I know and develop the connections to them and uh, appreciate art and beauty and all the sensorial uh, experiences that life can bring us, the pain too and the melancholy, uh, all the pleasures. Yeah. Very beautiful. And how did you find that purpose? I think that the, I started to... I had that feeling uh, when I was a child in Brazil. Uh, I really liked to space out and be in nature because I lived in Rio in a very, yeah, very big city uh, in the middle of the city. But I was actually born in the mountainside of Rio uh, in a national park where there are so many waterfalls and beautiful tropical animals and uh, a lot of Renaissance buildings. Um, and I lived there for my first four years of my life. And my father's family are from this place, from this national park. And every time I visited my father and his family, I just melted with the beauty of the smell of the waterfalls and the butterflies, the small monkeys and everything. The, like the uh, mud, red mud. Um, on the ground, the big stones. So uh, I really enjoyed all those feelings when I was a child. But then I started to get older and forgot all the pleasures of being like in the moments and just observing everything beautiful. And uh, But when I got pregnant for the second time, I was very, very sick and... Uh, had a very difficult pregnancy where I was um, in bed rest for eight months and got very, very thin. And uh, 
I couldn't move, I couldn't take a shower alone, I had to get help um, for everything and I couldn't eat anything. So I was, I was very, very fragile. And these eight months in the bed, just me, made me think a lot about what I really, really liked and what I really, really appreciated and missed and how much I missed beauty and sensorial experiences and friends and and after I got better after I gave birth to the baby um, I just got very sensitive to beauty and every time I saw something beautiful I yeah every time the first couple of times I saw the sky I just started crying wow <laughs> because I was so I missed the sky so much and the freedom of walking around and moving my body without help. So that was the start of my, the appreciation for my my purpose, I think. That's amazing. And that's, um, it, it also sounds like um, there has been a lot of gratitude in a way when you talk about it. Um, is that also a part of your approach to life yeah. in a way? A gratitude and appreciation, like really appreciating uh, the beautiful, beautiful ephemeral things that just disappear, especially things that disappear, like uh, art that disappear, like theater, music, conversations, deep, deep conversations. Uh, that's just wonderful and that make me that makes me very grateful. Thank you so much for that because I, I um, many years ago I listened to a podcast you made. Uh, we are both from Copenhagen, uh, but we are <laughs> we are quite international now, so we speak English. But this is also just um, so nice to to um, in a way tap into this because um, I feel like you're kind of a um, mirror in a way of the world in you know with your beauty i want to go into your head sometimes and see the world because it's wow the the things i've seen you showed me and i know you showed the world are so beautiful and also a reminder and your place is also a remind, reminder the glowings can you tell me a little bit more about that space mm. that you created Yeah, so I created that space when I got better from after the, I gave birth to my second child. And I was yeah, so full of gratitude and so full of wonder and awe uh, that I started to think, uh, how can we connect to those feelings in the everyday life? Because apparently I couldn't before I stopped uh, and had time to to feel all the melancholy of missing those uh, moments. So I thought, I begin to think like, I spent all my uh, maternity leave thinking about walking around, crying <laughs> because of these guys and uh, thinking about how I could create the same transformation to for other people like me, uh, mothers and women particularly. Um, so I started to design a a space where you can get away from the world and from responsibility and from culture, everything happening outside and just uh, press pause for a moment uh, and 
be with yourself, get some alone time, unbothered. And I got very inspired by uh, churches and gardens and botanical gardens. Uh, so I wanted to recreate those feelings that you get when you are, are walking around in a botanical garden, smelling the air and having conversations or reading a book or just sitting down with closed eyes without any distraction. So that was the start of the space I created. So nice. And you're also taking it a bit further, right? Because I feel uh, one of the things that I get really inspired f- from from you is that um, you, the, the process of being, having your own space, having your own business, uh, and um, also being aware of yourself and your values in that. And if, to me, it seems like you have created all the great things in one, but still having yourself in every, you know, everything you do is a a part of your, you know, you have yourself in it. So can you tell me a little bit more about the dream, dreaming bloom? Um, Um, The dreaming bloom is a business development uh, and self-development course uh, that takes six months. And I, the, Most of the people that participate in the course are new entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs, but sometimes there are also participants that just want to think about their career and life. Uh, some of them just got divorced or are pregnant, and they want to wonder and think a little bit uh, in deep about what's going to what they want to happen in their life. Um, So it started uh, gradually because many, many people contacted me and wanted me to teach them uh, how they could create something similar to the Glow Institute. Um, So I started uh, in 2021 and it has been great. It's such a pleasure to get to know people and uh, especially make them wonder more and make them inspire them to trust themselves more and feel good about themselves uh, and uh, like to think less about social media and more about what they really really what really excites them and give them pleasure um, in their work life and personal life too so it has been wonderful Really, really, yeah. Such, I think it's a privilege to get to know people this way in every way, because everybody is so full of stories and beautiful inner landscapes, and they, everybody I have met when they first open up, they have these amazing family stories, these ancestral uh, treasure boxes that are just waiting to be opened and looked at with love. So it's yeah, a privilege to to look at that with them. Amazing. And I feel like there are no but there are so many things that you have to experience for yourself. And uh, just to talk from my own experience, I really feel that you're really one of the only people I have seen and met that can uh, actually give people a feeling from social media in a way you're left with 
um, as you say, gratitude, but also beauty in a whole different level. I, I kind of feel like you can smell the roses or when you write something or you a, a piece of music, you know, the view you have on all the details, it's uh, it's just amazing and uh, beyond this world in so many ways. Uh, no, but I really mean it and uh, I'm going to say it uh, so many <laughs> times, but yeah, as you can hear, I'm really excited to have you here and um, it also takes me to another point of your view in regards to health, both mentally and physically. What is health to you and um, how do you prioritize it in your everyday life? For me, health is freedom. Freedom to do what you want to do and what you want to do with your family and friends. Uh, the freedom to move your body, to, to sleep to eat what you want to eat and to discover life. That's health for me. And you can do that with all kinds of bodies and in all stages of life. Uh, so, yeah, and I, I really appreciate being healthy after I wasn't healthy for such a long time. So I really, really appreciate health. And it's easy to forget uh, the differences that self-care can make in everyday life like for me self-care is so much about sleep and that's why i really really feel so much uh, empathy for mothers because mothers really don't sleep and that's like the first thing that um uh, that can tr yeah it really destroy your uh, everyday uh, life so yeah the ground pillars of health is, is uh, sleep is, yeah. I, yeah that's what i feel it's, mm. it's so simple but yet so powerful and also for our mental health i feel that the ability to dream at night and to disconnect from this awakened world is very important and very powerful for us yeah, because it takes us to the unconsciousness yeah. in a way and a lot of beautiful things happen there. Yeah. Um, how do you take some of that awareness into your everyday life In despite sleeping, of course? Is mm. there other rituals you have around your own health mentally, physically? Yeah, I am a big... Uh lover of ba baths uh, i really like to shower and to take a bath in the bathtub and uh, so that's like sleep and taking every day taking a bath and because i feel that that refreshes my body in a very instant way and it takes me away from uh, from technology too when you're in the shower you can't use the phone so it's a great space for, for me to think uh, of new ideas and feelings. And I really, really feel so much better when I move my body. So I really like to sleep, take care of my, yeah, my skin and to dance. I really lo love to dance. I have been dancing since, since I was a child, but I don't dance very well. <laughs> I just like to dance. Uh, and I really like to to eat well too. I really like the pleasure of eating something you really, really love. A well-made, a comfort food, a favorite dish. I really love 
beans and leafy greens. It's so extremely nice. Uh, fruits. Uh, now is the season for all the great berries and fruits and just taking them in the garden or something somewhere else is uh, yeah, uh, emotional. Uh, the beautiful emotional eating because you really connect with your childhood and all those old memories. So those things are really uh, valuable for me. I really try to to take care of myself that way on an everyday basis as much as I can. Sometimes it's not possible to to uh, to to go to the gym or to dance as much as I want to, but I try as much as I can because it makes a tremendous difference for me and my mental health. And for my mental health, I really, really appreciate to be alone. That's the biggest uh, necessity I have. I think mental necessity is to be alone and to get uh, the time and peace to not doing anything, just to read a book or listen to music. Um, yeah, and to be with my closest friends too. Uh, you know, the friendships when you're over 30, they get very different, much more intense, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Wow, that's so amazing. And and it also takes me into um, the environment. I, I guess uh, just assuming that's never good, but just uh, with everything that you are, um, are doing, that there is also some environmental part of of that ritual in a way um how does the environment um affect your health and well-being uh, i think enough like my home and yeah 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 uh, i really prefer to surround myself with beauty and beautiful things but after i got kids it's totally <laughs> difficult <laughs> because everything just gets a little bit ugly <laughs> in the house <laughs> but I, yeah. Yeah. Mm. but yeah. I really like to that's uh, that's the great thing of having a space like mine because it feels like home for me too <laughs> uh, but I try to uh, I try to create some moments of beauty and uh, serene and serenity and calmness for myself. I really like to make uh, baths uh, with flowers and with great uh, aromas um, and music, especially music, uh, just for myself, without taking pictures of it, without just locking the door to the bathroom and staying there uh, in the little space I create for myself. But I really, uh, I also really love my garden. But it's such a short period of time every year. We can use the garden here, but the gardens are amazing environmental transformators. I think um, because they are so uh, noisy, but in the most silent way. Because if you lay down in a garden during this time of the year, this summer months. You can just feel that so much is happening around you and it just, you can only listen to all that activity and all that life if you close your eyes and 
stay calm. So I really like to to just be silent and quiet in gardens and places like that. But it's also um, again um, uh, awareness in a way. How how did you get to a place of having that awareness in a way? I think, unfortunately, it was because I was so sick and had to lay down for such a long time. So I, was, uh, I didn't want to be so quiet and uh, so unactive for such a long time. But I had to because I didn't have the power to move. Uh, so that made me appreciate uh, the this uh, calmness uh in a new flavor because now I feel good and I have the freedom to move if I want to, but I can appreciate the the gifts that come when you just, uh, when you are quiet and just listen and smell and watch uh, things that are happening around you. It makes so much sense because um, it seems like when you talk about it this way that you kind of transcended that into your workspace and into the glowance, you know, the need you had yourself, you created yeah. that. Uh, and I, uh, when I visit you, uh, then the first thing I was met of was silence. It was such a, you know, a strange room coming from yeah. the traffic <laughs> and all. And you just came in and it was silence in a way. Um, what does silence do to us? For me, silence gives space for my ideas and dreams and emotions and past experiences. Uh, silence creates space for nostalgia too and uh, melancholy and love. It's very easy to feel the love you feel for other people when you're silent and just observe them or think about them uh, and think about the people that are not here anymore and how much you love them for me it only happens when I'm silent that's so beautiful and um, is there something that you um, like to do or prioritize when um, yeah sometimes as you say the people we love we want to be there the most how do you take care of yourself i try to get alone as much as I can, <laughs> really. <laughs> Every time I have the possibility to be alone, I choose to be alone. I adore to be alone because it's so, uh, it's so, uh, there's so much going on in the world and inside my head and in the relationships that I have that I have i need time to digest it and to think about it, to reflect and to wonder and to appreciate. So that alone time is very necessary and very welcomed in my world. No, but it's just uh, very important what you're saying right now, because I guess that There can be, you know, something with self-care that it has to be something that's also outgoing and active and it has to be social. And But it's also very, very simple when you say it that way, you know, just close the door, the bedroom yeah. can be a great space. You know, we all have a, 
her bedroom. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, so, but it's just really nice to hear uh, that it's very, very simple. Uh, and also what it gives you in so many levels. Um, in regards to growing a business, um, how do you keep your own values along the way? Because I guess there is a lot of practical stuff as well. And uh, But how is your mindset around that? I try to really reflect on things that I don't like uh, when people say their opinions or uh, yeah, say something that I disagree on. I try to think about that and think about why I didn't like it or uh, how that isn't aligned with my values. So I try really to stay uh, open but reflective so I can... Uh, so I can uh, almost make my values more reflected and more strong uh, because I really know my values. But sometimes you, when you interact with people, uh, there's yeah, it's always great to interact and to change uh, visions and uh, opinions. But sometimes my instinct really knows that it's not for me, and I that. Um, maybe it sounds really correct, uh, textbook correct, or like the right way to do a business or the right way to grow or to develop a business, but I just know that it's not for me. So that's very important for me to reflect and to uh, to take time to reflect and to uh, listen to my gut, to my instincts. And at the same time, try to be objective as well uh, because it's still a business and I have to uh, develop it and stay open but uh, I I'm very thankful for every time I can feel something inside me that says no that's not for me and I disagree totally <laughs> uh, so and I appreciate that to have relationship with people that I disagree with because it's a great way to to expand my mind and to learn new stuff. Um, so that's, yeah, that's important for me. Yeah, because it's also, I think you're also a, a witness of that, you know, it's possible. I think that it's, as you maybe have met on your school or, you know, in other constants, there's always this like idea on how things should be. And as you know, and I know, then it's never, you know, it's <laughs> never that. No, no you, you can't play anywhere. You have to go with the flow and it's all about the mindset. But how do you um, get strong on your intuition? How do you stay true to yourself and your intuition? Um, I think a lot about uh, the wise, uh, the, the wisdom that I have met in my life. I try to think about the wisdom of the people behind me in my family. And I try to imagine sometimes how I would think about uh, things if I was 80 or older. I really, really try to connect with this uh, older uh energy um, because in many many ways I really can't wait to turn 60 <laughs> because I think that 
there must be so much wisdom and so much knowledge and so much uh, calmness to getting older because I can feel it in my own body that in my own body that everything gets a little bit easier and decisions get easier and pain get easier to uh, embrace and to tolerate uh, like emotional pain of loss and sorrow um when i for every uh, decade decade that i get older uh, so uh, yeah i try to think of uh, elder people that i know uh, almost every elder people that i know are extremely wise they just they just don't care that much about what other people think and i think that's a great quality that i admire really much there's so much self-love in that to being really true to yourself because you you're past that you're past thinking that you have to impress other people or to uh, be someone is a special version of a better version of yourself i think we are all already perfect from the moment we got born uh, so yeah No, but that makes sense because you also talked something about the ancestor part. How yeah. does that play a role in your life? Um, I really love my mother and my grandmother. They raised me and they were spectacular women. I feel that I'm just a little uh, a mini version of them because they are so beautiful, strong and above, beyond their time. Um So uh, I really love my, uh, I try to connect with my ancestral, with the things I know about my ancestral uh, line. I don't know that much, but uh, the things I know, I try to take really good care of and try to give to my daughter too. Because we have so many strong women behind us every one of us they fought so much and they did so many incredible things there's so much to to unpack uh, for all of us especially for women i think yeah but it gets i'm also getting a bit moved by what you're saying because it's so true we have so many women that carry us yeah. uh, through life in a way when if we actually think about it it can be our therapist it can be you know the woman in the i don't know place where we go every day and you mm-hmm. know so there are also many places for women but um the space you created um what feeling is it that you are aiming to give people women uh, a break yeah. a feeling of getting a break uh, a much needed break from everything from politics from all the struggles that we all face uh, as women and in the there's so much beauty in this break because You suddenly get time to think and to enjoy your own company and to think about what makes you happy and what makes you excited. Um, we are always taking care of other people. Uh, 
you know, from a very, very early age, I think women have this very responsible um, energy uh, with them. And uh, that's the feeling I want to give them, uh, a break and a, a pleasurable, wonderful break from everything. Yeah, and you're sure giving that to people, both I felt it and I know a lot of other people felt it felt it too and are feeling it now, hopefully. Um I really have so many more questions for you, but we don't have any more time for you. But I just is there something one thing if anyone is sitting out there maybe they're tired maybe they are just you know having a, a little uh, you know overload of their everyday life is there one thing that you can you have already given us so much but just one thing that you would tell people to prioritize i would tell people to i think to prioritize uh getting rest Uh, and it's not possible for everyone, but uh, articulating the rest you need. Maybe there is a person you, in your life that really wants to help with something very practical and doable, but they don't know how to help. And sometimes it just it helps if you ask for the specific thing you need. Uh, maybe it is to the person to take the kids out of the house just for one hour so you can take a shower alone uh, or uh, if you are alone and really really want to um, get some alone time but you have a boyfriend that lives with you like asking for that um, so yeah I really I would recommend that uh, it, it It's uh, from for me. It's like uh, very mind blowing that so many of us have people around us that really loves us and really want to help. But it's very difficult to for them to know what we need, and uh, it's very uh, it's a very beautiful interaction when you say what you need to the person that really wants to help you. Um, so yeah, I would recommend that. Yeah, and it, it's also just to take that it's also you know a question you can get a lot mm. just call me if you need anything yeah. <laughs> and then when you're in a situation where you're like oh i'm super stressed i'm overwhelmed drowning uh, drowning then mm. it's really really hard but it, it's yeah it's difficult to ask when you really need it so sometimes for me it helps to talk about it in when i feel uh, good and have lots of energy just to talk with my husband Uh, that's I really appreciate uh, like being alone and the stuff few things that I really appreciate so that he knows it uh, and uh, so when he can feel that I'm a little bit overwhelmed that he can do it by himself like he doesn't need to hear it from me so that's a really good conversation to have like an ex exchange of that because he also needs something that he makes him happy and It gives him energy, so uh, yeah, makes certain sense. Fulvia, thank you so much for this meeting. I'm really, really, really grateful. Thank you so much for using your precious time and your attention on this episode. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me here. It's mm. a pleasure. Thank you, Fulvia. 
I know a big thing for me is getting high on your own supply with food, moving, breathing, and prioritizing your sleep and reducing your stress level. But I love to use um, external tools sometimes. And a tool that's been working really great for me in my everyday life is using CBD oil cannabita. I use two or three drop drops before bedtime. It helps me uh, get into sleep mode better. And then it's also creating a nice calm state in my nervous system. I like to uh, implement it in my daily life just to get support and uh, more resilient to the stress that we're all facing in the everyday life. So I'm really grateful to uh, also be sponsored by Canavita in this health podcast that I'm creating. So yeah, thanks a lot to Canavita for making this possible. And uh, Canavita is able at um, their website, you can purchase the CBD there. There are different uh, strengths. I like to use the 20% um, CBD oil because it has a really nice high quality uh, it's also organically produced and it's uh, the production is in Switzerland but it's uh, moving here to Denmark slowly so there is a high high quality in their uh, products and I've tried many many CBD products uh, not in a high quality and not with the biggest effect but uh, Canavita I can definitely recommend also if you're feeling stressed if you have anxiety if something else of course you should go to your doctor but um, definitely it's it's worth trying out so um, thank you to Canavita for this one